breakfast. And on the line with us, State Representative Linda Dean Campbell. And Linda, thank you for uh, checking in this morning here to The Wave. Uh, nice to nice to have you on the line. Well, same. it's good to be here, Wynn. And, you know, thank you for um, what you and, and really all our local media are doing to to try and keep us informed because, um, you know, it's it's the local aspect of all of this that I think is, is really important to, to all of us. And so I, I just want to thank you for that. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. You know, it's uh, you hear so much about the national stuff and the statewide stuff. And and um, and really, the only place you're going to hear any local information is from the local media, which would be WHAV. So uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Now, uh, one thing that, uh, you know, we were talking about uh, statewide stuff, and uh, you're uh, one of the many roles that you have uh, being a state representative is you are the, uh, the head of the, uh, the Veterans Committee over the uh, legislature, and, and uh, you've had a lot on your plate uh, dealing with the, um, that, the, the Veterans Home in Holyoke, and what a horrible situation that is. Yes, Lynn. It's it, it, when it's 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 a tragedy. There's there's no doubt about that. Everyone accepts that at this point. And um, I'm I'm very grateful that um, a lot of folks in in state government have stepped forward with investigations because that's gonna you know that's gonna take the focus off finger pointing right now and let's just focus on caring for the veterans um, that are there. So. Um, as you're aware, there's there's four investigations ongoing. Um, the IG, the AG, the governor has appointed an independent investigator. And, of course, there's um, a federal investigation that has been launched as well. And what we in the legislature will do is uh, we will receive those um, investigations and then we'll conduct our own and conduct our own hearings um, and speak to the folks that were directly involved as well. But There'll probably be four different perspectives uh, put forth in those investigations. I think each of those entities are going to approach um, what happened there from, you know, from a different perspective, and that'll be very helpful for us. Some of them are going to look into budget issues. Some of them are going to look into staffing issues. Some of them are going to look into, hey, what happened right as, as this virus um, took siege? So I think that we'll get a very balanced look. Um, at what happened there, and then we'll be able to go back to our colleagues in the legislature and to the governor and say, hey, listen, this is what happened, and systemically, this is what we need to fix um, right now. So um, I'm I'm very grateful that that has happened because um, they have the resources with which to, you know, conduct these investigations, and um, so uh, when those are concluded, we'll we'll take those and we'll conduct hearings. I'm hoping to conduct the hearings out in Western Massachusetts, um, out towards the center, to make sure that you know area representatives and senators um, and also the staff that work there will be able to attend. So that that's what we're planning to do. And right now, uh, when I can tell you, um, the uh, situation in Holyoke remains tragic because. Once folks are infected, you, you can't fix that. And um, you care for them and preserve life um, as best you can. So the numbers keep going up. Uh, we anticipate they are going to keep going up. Um, but I think that uh, what veterans can be assured of now and families can be assured of 
is that there has been um, clinical expertise um, from local hospitals, including UMass Medical Center, and the National Guard remains on site, and the staffing levels there are going to remain um, at a much higher than recommended um, clinical le- level for um, the indefinite future. And um, Secretary Sutter's uh, coordinates with the committee weekly um, to give us, you know, very in-depth updates to ensure that, you know, the the clinical care for veterans um, and the emotional care for veterans and communication with their families um, is at the highest level possible. So, you know, that's what I'm focusing on right now, just to make sure that um, all hands on deck are out there and to make sure that happens and then we'll turn to, you know, what happened to generate all of these infections. So that's where we are. Um, and, um, you know, there'll be a lot, obviously, a lot more information moving forward as we, you know, uh, hopefully ramp down from this crisis. Well, hopefully that will be uh, sooner rather than later. And, um so it's good that I, I always thought that, uh, you know, having all those investigations going on might have been a little bit of overkill. But where you're saying that each one takes a look at a, a different aspect, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think that um, they definitely will. Um, they all have different um, perspectives um, and they all have different expertise on their staffs. And so, you know, for example, the IG, they have, um, um, my understanding is they've been investigating for for uh, quite a long time now before, um, you know, they announced. And so, you know, they're going to be really getting into, um, you know, staffing levels and things of that nature. And so, um, yeah, they all will. Uh, and then, you know, I think one of the investigations will pursue exactly what happened leading up to um, all of these infections and and who reported what and when they reported it. And so, yeah, I think that'll be very, very helpful to us. Anything else for uh, for veterans who aren't in a home like that uh, that's happening statewide? I think um, one of the um, one of the biggest issues that uh, people uh, tend not to see because we're all in our homes, but there's an awful lot of um, food um, insecurity is the current way that we we label that, um, but people need food, and um, and a, and a lot of veterans, um, the older ones, are homebound, as we all know. Um, and and so, getting food to veterans has been um, a big issue. And there's been a lot of folks that have um, stepped up to the plate. Um, Mass Military Friends Foundation, uh, Mass um, Military Support Foundation. Um, have worked with um, the Patriots and others, um, mass distributions of food. I'm talking when I never realized um, how much food is being given out um, to the veteran community. And and I think last week I read um, up in Haverhill at uh, Northern Essex Community College, um, there is um, a weekly um, uh, time where veterans can um, pick up um, food uh, for their for themselves and for their families and have someone come and pick it up for them. And um, that information is readily available, and I would be um, uh, glad to send that to you. So maybe you can get it up on, you know, through radio. Um, but that's a weekly, a weekly thing, and we're finding that the demand is really huge. The same thing's happening over at the Methuen Loop as well. Um, we've had a lot of veterans in need of food, surprisingly, and and so uh, uh, that's been a big effort on the part of veterans. 
Yeah, we um, in fact we we had the story about the uh, veteran Northeast Veterans um, Outreach, uh, and the thing at uh, Northern Essex that's every other Wednesday for a couple of hours. They have to register for that, and uh, so they're here one week, and then the next week they're at North Shore Community College, and they come back. So they they'll alternate back and forth. And and you're right, I forgot about the loop. We had uh, Methuen Mayor Neil Perry on uh, this week. He talked about. Uh, all the good things that are happening there for veterans. Right, yeah, and and I think as time goes on, um, you know, my understanding um, in working with House leadership is that, um, you know, the the economic and the financial impact of this virus um, when is going to be um, long-lasting. You know, Massachusetts, we typically have this ability to um, kind of weather uh, recessions and economic downturns. They don't affect us as much as they do other states um, because of the um, the mix um, of industry that we have here. However, um, with this particular uh, situation, our you know a lot of our mainstays like healthcare, education, finance, we're going to get hit hard in those sectors and so what the legislature is doing is, you know, we, we realize that this is not going to be a, um, I guess, a V in terms of, of rebound. It's, it's, it's going to be a, a, a slog uphill. And I think the issues of helping folks, um, there's a lot of folks that are going to need help with the basics of uh, food and shelter um, that have never, ever needed them before. Um, and I think that, um, you know, on a positive note, Massachusetts people always do step up to the plate. So, uh, but uh, it's going to be needed for a while, and, um, and, and I know that we'll sustain it. Well, uh, I, I thank you for, uh, for your service at the State House. I know sometimes uh, people, uh, you know, they, um, they might not give you the, the credit you deserve to, for all the things that you're doing, but uh, you're doing some very important things and, and trying to take care of folks at the same time. And, and I want to thank you for that, Linda. Well, uh, you know, back to everyone out in the community, um, it is amazing um, what people are doing. Um, all the unsung heroes and heroines in our community every single day. It, um, there's, there's, um, there's been so much um, goodwill um, extended to folks in need. And, um, you know, like I said, my, my hope and prayer is that we will all realize that this absolutely needs to be sustained, um, uh, you know, for quite a long time as we move forward. Um, unfortunately, I know that I've gotten calls from a lot of young, um, young families uh, that just bought a home, started a family, and a lot of them um, have called me and said, Linda, I'm, I, you know, I got my unemployment and, and it was, it was great, but I don't think my job's coming back. And so, um, these are the challenges that we're, we're going to, you know, be facing. And, um, it's going to take, um, it's going to take everyone, um, to, to help, um, a lot of folks moving forward. Well, you're definitely right on that one, and uh, and we'll be here to, to keep an eye on all that stuff. Linda, I want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, you got a lot of good information, and, and thanks for shedding a little bit of light on, on what's happening in Holyoke and all those state investigations. We appreciate that. Well, we appreciate what you do, and, you know, like I said, right now, local news is um, is is so very important, both, you know, for the good stories and, um, you know, getting the information um, out there. I, I think it's helping people every single day. 
Well, thank you very much. And we'll uh, we'll get you back on again in a few more weeks uh, and uh, sooner if, if you want it. Thank you so much. State Representative Linda Dean Campbell, our guest this morning here on The Wave 97.9 WHAV-FM. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM WHAV. Catch the wave. W-H-A-V.